0: And welcome into another edition of the Doug Russell Podcast. Yes, it has been a while since we've uh, spoken, at least in this format. I apologize for that. A couple of times I've talked about bandwidth, and when we have these long absences, it's almost always because I'm doing extra fill-in work for someone somewhere, and for the last month, the entire month of October and a little bit of November, I was filling in uh, for the great Bill Scott over at Wisconsin Radio Network. Uh, He had a back procedure And he's fine now, and he's back to work and feeling great, but uh, he was gone for more than four weeks. And so I got a lot of questions. Is Bill okay? Is Bill Yes, Bill's fine. Bill's fine. Just needed a little time off, as we all do sometimes. But um, it was, in essence, kind of like working two full-time jobs. And unfortunately, something had to suffer because of that, and it was the podcast. So Bill's back to work, like I said. I'm back to doing just my job And it allows me to talk to you guys uh, here on the podcast as well, because I know I play and this show is going to be last night's show from 97.3, the game, uh, the game night. And I do have some original stuff that's planned coming up down the road as well. But occasionally I'm just going to turn this podcast over to my radio show because it kind of speaks to everything that we've been talking about uh, in the world of Wisconsin sports. And there's nothing more right now that is a pressing matter than Aaron Rodgers and everything that goes into his COVID-19 deception everything that goes into his COVID-19 positive test and now what the NFL and the Packers are going to do about it we dove into all of that last night on the game night
1: yeah I've been immunized
0: Yeah, that was a brutal one, Aaron. Welcome in. It's the game night. Doug Russell with you here for the next hour. We're on an hour later than normal. Thanks to the Chris McIntosh Show. Hope you got something out. I always do. I always love hearing uh, from the athletic director at the University of Wisconsin. Monthly right here on 97.3 The Game. We are happy to cede the 6 o'clock hour to him once a month. And I uh, hope you enjoyed that. But uh, we got a lot to get to over the course of the next 60 minutes right here on the game night. And it starts... And ends with this statement made on August 26th. Yeah, I've been immunized. What does that mean? What does. Yeah, I've been immunized. What exactly was he immunized for? So there's a bunch of schools of thought on immunized versus vaccinated. And the question from Ryan Wood of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel back on August 25th was Are you vaccinated? And I'll play the whole thing for you in, in a minute because as a news update anchor during the day, I had my entire script written out. In fact, here it is. Here's my morning script for you. And I talk about the Packers returning to the practice field. Devontae Adams hasn't been cleared yet because the 10 days hasn't passed. Hopefully that'll be tomorrow. Uh, the trading deadline came and went without any deals being done. They did make some roster moves, yada, yada, yada. The Bucks sick and wounded at all. They get a couple of days off before they host the Knicks coming up on Friday, and I go into that a little bit. Go into the World Series a little bit. Congratulations to the Atlanta Braves. Uh, that is why we will not be hearing from Paul Wagner, although he predicted that the Houston Astros would take it to seven. Uh, they did not, but that was my morning. I, every morning I get up around eight thirty and I start writing for the day's sports updates that you hear here on 973 three The Game. And I also do them for our Madison station. They're different updates, but I do them in Madison as well on 1070, the game in Madison, Fox Sports 1070, the game in Madison, as a matter of fact. Well, that went all out the window this morning at about 930. So I basically took the script and I tore it up. There's no reason for me to be talking about anything else other than Aaron Rodgers coming down with COVID-19. But I recall, vaguely, because you just kind of, you hear it, and it was, you know, August 26th. This is November 3rd, so it's two months ago, two-plus months ago, when Aaron kind of casually said, Yeah, I've been immunized. So you, And you didn't think about it. Because once a player says, Yeah, I've been immunized. You don't, okay. He was being deceitful. Now, there have been athletes and non-athletes who have been fully vaccinated, whether it's uh, the Johnson & Johnson, one shot and you're done, or the Moderna, or the Pfizer. The ones that have been accepted by the FDA and approved by the FDA, and thus approved by the professional major sports organizations here in the United States. Generally, if it's the Moderna, I, the, the percentage of Johnson and Johnson, one shot and you're done, I think it's less than 10%. It's I think the if, if memory serves, it's m- the, the majority is Pfizer. And then right behind that is Moderna. And then there's just a slight number that have had the Johnson and Johnson. I have been vaccinated with the Moderna uh, and I'm, I've been very upfront about that. Other people say it's a personal decision, and we've gone through this back and forth and back and forth a thousand times, and I've gotten to the point where I'm done trying to change people's minds. If you're not going to take your own health into your own account, that's okay that i, I can't I can't tell you to do something that you are dead hell sent uh, against not doing. Mike Heller was talking about the reason that he got vaccinated earlier today when he was on Heller. And Davis was because that is part of the protocols for him to travel on the team plane when he does University of Wisconsin broadcasts, University of Wisconsin football broadcasts. They require that of anyone who's traveling on the team plane. And Mike said, well, as a part of my job, as a condition of my employment, I wanted to continue to, to have the same access that I've always had. So I'm going to get the Moderna shot. If it weren't, for, or I don't know if he got the Moderna, I don't know which one he got. I shouldn't, I shouldn't speak. I got the Moderna shot. But he did that for employment. There have been others. Um, Sage Steele from ESPN, who did not want to get the shot, but who's been public and upfront about the only reason I got it was because I didn't want to lose my job, but I don't agree with this. But I got it anyway because they basically forced me to. Uh, I was enthusiastic about getting it. And again, everybody's making up their own minds about whether or not it's in their own best interest. I personally think it is. I got the shot as soon as I was eligible for it. I stood online, waited my turn. And the moment that I was eligible, boom, put that sucker in me because I don't want to get COVID. I don't think that makes me this, that, or anything else on the political spectrum. It makes me someone who wants to be healthy. But here's the other part of it. I hate wearing masks. I hate it. I will not wear a mask unless it is in a place where I'm forced to wear a mask. If it's given to me as an option, the option is no. Part of it is because, yes, I've been vaccinated. The other part of it is I just don't like wearing them. I hate them. I I haven't been to a movie in two years because I don't want to sit through a movie wearing a mask. I didn't sit in the stands of any sporting event as long as they were requiring me to wear a mask. The only reason that I wear one at Camp Randall Stadium is because the University of Wisconsin forces me to wear a mask while inside in the press box at Camp Randall. Otherwise, I don't want to wear one. And that's been the biggest difference for me working part of my week in Madison and part of my week in Milwaukee. In Milwaukee, as many of you know, because this is a show that's based in Milwaukee, if you're going into a grocery store, if you are walking along the lakefront, if you're going to City Hall, if you're doing anything publicly, if you're going to a Bucks game, for example, ain't nobody wearing a mask. I mean, I, I shouldn't say nobody, but it's few and far between. And I don't look down on anybody who wear, wants to wear a mask. If you want to wear one, go knock yourself out. I don't. It doesn't bother me one way or another. If you feel like that's something that keeps you safe and healthy, who, who am I to say? But there have been others, and it's become so politicized like everything else in the world. And it's because the wingnuts on both sides of each political party, they're the ones that get all of the attention. Whereas most of us kind of live in the middle. My middle ground... Is again, give me the shot, but don't make me wear the mask. But when I go to Madison, everybody wears a mask everywhere in Madison, inside, outside, inside any public building in the city of Madison. Whether it's a grocery store, whether it's a restaurant, whether it's Walmart, whether it's our stations that we have in Madison, we all have a mask mandate. It was the one. It was one of the things that I had to get used to. When I went to Madison, well, I'm fully vaccinated. Why do I have to wear a mask in Madison? Well, because that's those are the rules in Madison, and everybody adheres to it in Madison. Or at least I shouldn't say everybody. I, I think most people adhere to it in Madison. It's There's like this cultural divide that happens somewhere in Jefferson County, and I don't know what it is. So that's been my adjustment on that. But as far as Aaron Rodgers... As far as the NFL, they have made a clear delineation. If you are going to enjoy the quote-unquote freedoms of being someone who can move about freely and not wear a mask, well, then you have to be vaccinated, period. Bottom line, end of story, and you have to be vaccinated with one of the FDA-approved vaccinations, whether it's Pfizer, whether it's Moderna, whether it's Johnson & Johnson. Th- those are the three, and if you're not Nothing else is going to cut it. And that's kind of where the rub on the whole whether or not... Yeah, I've been immunized. ...is a lie or if it's just misleading. I said the statement on Twitter today. Knowingly making a misleading statement is a lie. That's it. Period. End of story. Now, we have come to learn or be told that at some point Aaron Rodgers went to his own personal physician and had some sort of homeopathic treatment that would boost his immunity and boost his levels to the point where he didn't feel like he needed to take one of the three vaccinations that were required. Is that what he meant? What he said? Yeah, I've been immunized. I don't know. But he knew damn well what the question was. So I have earlier today as you know, I've, I've made my statements pretty clear on the whole matter. I wish more people, you know, saw the vaccine for what it is. I, I don't think that it's virtue signaling, although somebody accused me of that earlier today on Twitter. And I'm going to read some of the best tweets that I got back today. And most of them are critical of me. Well, that's fine. Let's see. Echo Docs writes, no, he didn't lie. Stop spreading the rumors. For once, not tweet the truth, at Doug Russell. Tell everyone what he actually said. Now is your chance. Okay. This is what he said. This is about three minutes. You can make the determination for yourself as to what he meant when he said... Yeah, I've been immunized. Because the question from Ryan Wood of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel was pretty direct.
1: Aaron, you said you like to learn as many things as you can to hang in any conversation. Are you vaccinated, and what's your stance on, on vaccinations? Yeah, I've been immunized. Um, you know, there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of conversation around it, around the league, and a lot of guys who have made statements and not made statements, owners who made statements. Um, you know, there's guys on the team that haven't been vaccinated. Uh, I think it's a personal decision. I'm not going to judge those guys. Um, there's guys who have been vaccinated that contracted COVID, Um, so it's, it's an interesting issue that I think we're going to see played out the entire season. I'm not sure what they're going to do with, you know, the testing schedule. I know that talking to JC, the PA had talked about testing every single day for everybody. Uh, the league obviously, I think shot that down or or didn't want to do that. I don't know if that was financially incentivized or, or whatnot, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens if we can, uh, you know, if the, if the protocols change at some point, um, it's obviously something that's that's moving. It's it's uh, you know the protocols and the, and the outline guidelines are kind of changing day to day. it it seems. Yeah, without getting Last us, one or some choice thing about that from a football perspective. You know, Kirk Cousins is talking about how he's like in a hermetically sealed box or something in a quarterback room. Um, the Patriots appear frustrated with Cam Newton because he hasn't, from a football and competitive standpoint, was that important to make sure that you're is, you know, that you're most likely going to be available. And I don't know, maybe even from an example-setting standpoint.
2: No, I mean, no, I don't I
1: mean, you know. I like to learn about everything that I'm that I'm doing, and, and uh, you know, there was a lot of research that even went into that, but you know there's been like i said there's been people that have that have tested positive i think it's only vaccinated people here so you know it's it's going to be interesting to see how things things work uh, moving forward um obviously there could be some issues with you know vaccinated people only testing every other couple weeks and then non-vaccinated testing every day um last year i felt like I think I read something about this. It was more difficult maybe uh, to pull a guy out who might have tested positive on game day. I don't think that'll be the issue with somebody who's not vaccinated. But, um, you know, it is interesting to see how things are, are played out. I think there's been a lot of conversation around it. And just in talking with J.C., I think this is going to continue to to evolve as we get into season.
0: J. C. Treader being, uh, the season. J.C. Treder being the person who he was referring to, the president of the Players Association, former Packers Center, who's been with the Cleveland Browns. So that's the full context of everything that Aaron Rodgers said back on August 26th. I'll say this. Would your mother think that that was a lie? My mother would. My grandmother would. When he said... To Ryan Woods question are you vaccinated and he answered yeah I've been immunized let's not parse words here when he said that I'm immunized and I think he was saying that no I have now we know I haven't been vaccinated the way the NFL wants me to be vaccinated, but I had a homeopathic treatment that, oh, by the way, the NFL, when I asked them to review it, rejected it. And so did the Players Association and so did the independent doctors that the Players Association and the NFL both have contracted to to say whether or not this, that or the other thing is acceptable. And they all rejected it. And he still comes out and says, yeah, I've been immunized. no, you haven't been. That was, at best, a misleading statement. At worst, it was a bold-faced lie. Now you can say, and it has been said on Twitter, who gives a blank whether or not he lies to you? Okay, that's true. That's fine. It's an occupational hazard. Whether or not, you know, it, as a media member, is this the first time I've ever been lied to? No. Uh, I, I, the most famous time I think I've ever been lied to my face was by Ron Wolfe. I asked him I, what I thought was a thoughtful question about uh, Andre Risen and whether or not he had a place on the Packers in 1997 and Ron Wolf it was effusive in his praise and said yeah we have big plans for him and you know Andre Risen is going to uh, you know definitely be in our plans we can't wait to see him get back in the building for a full year he was cut the next day <laughs> did Ron Wolf apologize to me no do I expect him to no Do I expect Aaron Rodgers to apologize? He's not going to. If I expected him to, I think I'm going to be really disappointed in the fact that he's not going to apologize to me or anybody else. He'll say that it's a personal decision, and he felt like he was immunized the way that he thought that he should have been. Whatever. I can accept the occupational hazard of being lied to, but he's also lying to the fans. He's also making it seem that he is something that he's not. And I don't agree with Mike Florio about much of anything. I think mostly Mike Florio is a blowhard that has an axe to pick against Aaron Rodgers. And I think that this, um, you know, bone to pick, let me put it that way, that he has to pick with Aaron Rodgers goes back years and years and years. And I think it's unfounded. I think mostly Mike Florio looks like a petty, petulant little child when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. And I almost never agree with him. I think Mike Florio, in my opinion, is a hack. This is what he had to say on Heller and Davis earlier today, and I can't say that I disagree with a lot of what he said.
2: When I heard that he was positive, and then I saw that he was definitely out for Sunday, that caused me to dust off a conversation that I had with a GM back in October who told me that he had heard that Rogers wasn't vaccinated. And I... Pulled up all the preseason photos I could find because obviously he's not in uniform. And if you're not in uniform and you're on the sidelines, the preseason protocols required you to wear a mask. And at each of the preseason games played this year, Rogers was there without a mask, not around his neck, nowhere, no, 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 no mask to be seen. So I was like, well, you know, look, well, there's nothing else I can do because the team can't tell me if he's vaccinated or not, and the league can't tell me if he's vaccinated or not, and. You know, there's 31 other teams and there's stuff going on. And that's a point where you just kind of punt and you wait and see what happens later. And eventually he tested positive. So I wasn't surprised. And now we go back and look at what he said in late August when he was asked point blank, are you vaccinated? He said, yeah, I'm immunized. And then the next breath, he said he's not going to judge his teammates who aren't vaccinated. That's as clear as it can be that he was creating a false impression that he was vaccinated, and I believe he did it for one very simple reason. He despises criticism, and he didn't want to be criticized by fans or media for not being vaccinated, so he lied about it, plain and simple.
0: Yeah, exactly. He lied about it, plain and simple. Again, I don't agree with Mike Florio about a whole hell of a lot, but I agree with him there. Aaron Rodgers said what he said so he wouldn't be criticized by the media. Because he hates criticism. If there's one thing that we all should know about Aaron Rodgers at this point is that he is extraordinarily thin-skinned. Now, you can say, as Tim and Franklin on the Talk & Text line does, the PellaWI.com Talk & Text line, 414-799-1973, always open to you here on the game night, Does act like you don't know Rodgers, his choice is freedom. Okay, I mean, again, yes, it is. But he was the one who volunteered when he was asked about vaccinations. Yes, I'm immunized. And then opined about players that were and were not vaccinated, referring to players that were vaccinated in the third person, as opposed to at least Kirk Cousins came right out and said, I'm not vaccinated and I'm not going to get vaccinated. It's my freedom. It's my choice. And there's nothing you can do or say that will make me change my mind. At least he was up front about it, whether or not you agree with him or not. At least he had the stones to say what he thought as opposed to creating this, as Mike Florio put it, the false narrative. And again, I don't agree with Mike Florio about much of anything, but that is the reason that Aaron Rodgers parsed the words the way that he parsed them. This is the only show, by the way, that I've ever done since we started the game night that intentionally I don't have any guests lined up. It's just you, me, and some audio. And again, the talk and text line is open to you if you've got something to say. I'm here for it. PellaWI.com talking text line 414-799-1973. Am I criticizing Aaron Rodgers today for not being immunized, for not being vaccinated? Not necessarily. I'm criticizing him for creating the false narrative that he was and then spinning it on other players. Like, well, you know, they're, they're, the players that aren't vaccinated, you know, I guess we'll see. I'm not going to criticize those players that aren't vaccinated. You You mean you're not going to criticize yourself? is what you're saying. Aaron Rodgers again, once again, being duplicitous in the way that he deals with the fans. This is kind of what we've come to expect from number 12. Great quarterback, Hall of Fame quarterback. You're glad he's on his side, but man, sometimes he's just a pain in the ass. It's the game night. It continues. I'm Doug Russell. Stay with us. night continues Doug Russell with you here on this Wednesday night it's really the only thing anybody's talking about right now in the world of sports and certainly here in the state of Wisconsin Aaron Rodgers parsing his words saying that he was immunized when asked if he had been vaccinated and then fully knowing what his status was some when apparently went some uh, underwent some homeopathic treatment by his own personal physician and uh, the NFL, the Players Association, and the independent doctors that the two sides have agreed on all said, yeah, no, that, that's, not, that's not vaccinated. Uh, you can hit us up on the talking Text Line, which uh, a number of you have, and we'll get to many of your texts coming up in just a couple of moments. The PellaWI.com talking Text Line, always open to you at 414-799-1973. Uh, Paul is on the east side. Paul, you're on the game night.
3: Hi. Good evening. Thanks for taking my call. You got it, Paul. Uh, I agree. I agree with your criticism of Rogers for being duplicitous and misleading. That's a charitable characterization of what he said, as opposed to an outright lie, which I think he easily could say that it is a lie. But I also criticize him for not getting the vaccine as a team leader and a guy making twenty-six million dollars a year. Exposed to nearly every player and coach on that team. I think he had a responsibility to be vaccinated or at least be upright about not getting the vaccine. Uh, he's putting the whole team at risk. He's costing us uh, his services for this game. And he's setting, I think, a horrible example for every other teammate and a person, every other person out in the public. And he should have at least had the guts to say he wasn't vaccinated. He knew full well what he was saying. He used immunization with talking about himself, but the term vaccination, every other time he talks about the vaccine in that statement that you played. So he knew full well what he was doing, and I agree with you, he has a thin skin, and if he's not going to do it, at least be man enough to stand up and say you're not going to do it and explain your reasons. Yeah. The public figure, highly paid, and he should have the damn vaccine, and he wouldn't be in this situation. He's letting everyone down.
0: Thanks for the call, Paul. I appreciate it. Um, I'll say this: my here's my own personal opinion. I think everyone who's medically able to have the vaccine should get it. That's my own personal opinion. Others may not share that view. Paul on the East Side does. Um, his the, the teammates. His teammates knew because there are protocols in the NFL for vaccinated versus unvaccinated players. And there's no way that someone can go through being as close, you know, in the facility as Aaron. And I guess Alan Lazard is the only other unvaccinated player that we know of that um, was and still is on the Packers. Everybody else, I think, because they've told us that the immunization level is somewhere in the 90th percentile. Um, So they knew. His teammates knew. But the rest of us didn't. And again, Kirk Cousins at least said so when he was asked about it. And Aaron Rodgers does have somewhat of a responsibility I think to be available to his teammates. The best ability is availability. And when you put yourself in that position, you're not available to your teammates. And you're putting yourself at a terrible risk of not being available to your teammates. But again, um, you know, I, I have pleaded with friends and family members that have not been vaccinated to just kind of look at the data and the data is kind of overwhelming on this. I'm not saying because I've been vaccinated. Number one, I'm not saying I'm a better person than you. I'm also not saying that I can't get coronavirus because I can. I can die from it as well. But the data has shown that you are less likely to have severe symptoms you're less likely to get it in the first place if you get vaccinated. There have been there have been more than a billion people around the world that have been vaccinated. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of people have been vaccinated. Uh, the 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 um, mapping that they've been doing for the vaccines have been around for twenty years. So it's not like they just dreamed it up. And there's been a lot of misinformation that's out there about the vaccines. But again, that's my own personal opinion. If you're dead set against getting the vaccine, nothing that I say is going to change your mind. So I've stopped doing it. I'm just telling you what my opinion is. My opinion is that if you're medically able to get it, I think it's in your best interest. And that's not a political statement because you know who's vaccinated every former living president of both parties, every leader in Congress of both parties. They're all vaccinated, all of them, every single one of them. um let's see let's go out to the uh talk and text line uh 414 799 turd ferguson who uh, he's been posting uh, he's been very um active shall we say today i know that he called a couple of shows earlier today uh he writes good for a rod for doing what he did saying what he did and shame on you for taking cheap shots okay the NFL, the FDA, and Lord and Savior Fauci does not get to decide what type of untested, potentially poisonous, never had a blind, ineffective vaccine that clearly isn't a vaccine at all in his body. Immunology is not just vaccines from companies. Fauci probably has stock in. Well, let's, If you've got proof of that, uh, you can bring it. That's fine. Thank you, Turd Ferguson. Uh, let's see. Tim and Franklin writes again. Uh, let's see. I truly don't understand how, if you were a player, that you wouldn't be vaxxed. Um, And Tim also writes, this is Rogers' gift to us. We get love versus an awful defense. You know, I I heard during the day a lot, well, now I'm more excited for the game on Sunday because now we can finally see what we've got with Jordan Love. Not to spin the pseudonym of Turd Ferguson, but that's polishing one. I want to see the best team that the Packers can field out on the field. I want to see Aaron Rodgers under center. I want to see him do what Aaron Rodgers does, and that's be the best quarterback in the NFL. Eventually, we're going to see Jordan Love. Is this a game that the Packers have to have? No. They're 7-1. and one. They're clearly running away with this division. But there are some that are, I'm now more excited. I heard that on our own air. I think, I think Kuhn said that. I think, uh, I think Heller might have said it. I think Ted might have said it. No. What? Come on. I want to see the best. Aaron Rodgers is the best. He's the he might be back-to-back MVPs. He's going to be 38 in a month for crying out loud. What he's done is incredible. Maybe that's getting lost in all of this. What he has done the last 2 seasons has been nothing short of miraculous. And now he has put himself in a position where he's not available to his team. Because of what? I mean, this is not a vaccine that hasn't been tested. And look, if, if there are side effects down the road, you know what? I, I, I When I got the shot, I accepted that. If that means that I'm going to grow a third eye or a third arm or something's going to fall off, you know what? I accepted that that risk. Because I think that my chances of getting COVID outweigh that risk. That's my opinion. But the duplicity of Aaron Rodgers is something that I just can't wrap my mind around. It's just when he says, you know, flat out. Yeah, I've been immunized. And he knows that he's not. To me, that's problematic. Problematic. The guy who I feel the worst for in all of this, the birthday boy, his head coach, Matt lafleur who had to face the media today shortly after this news came out. And you knew that all he wanted to talk about was the Kansas City Chiefs. Instead,
4: uh, Aaron vaccinated. I'm not going to get into any of our coaches or players vaccination status. Is Jordan starting on Sunday? He will be starting. Are you concerned at all for his health? I think that, I mean, we're all concerned, right? I mean, every everybody in this building. So just something that we've we got to learn to deal with, you know?
2: So were you and Brian
1: notified today that Aaron had tested positive? Was that from a test from
4: today or yesterday? Yeah, I'm not going to – all I can say is he's in the COVID-19 protocols. We're not – I mean, we don't say who tests positive or whatnot, and that's just – I mean, that's what the league wants.
1: I you ever know if you're out of the woods
0: with Jordan, given proximity, if you got two quarterbacks who are on the COVID list, you
4: know? Yeah, uh, we're, we're still kind of going through all this right now and just waiting to hear back from the league. Yeah, it's all hands on deck, man. The more you can do. Can you throw?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what are you, you going to do for a backup?
4: <laughs> yeah, we're going to – I mean, we're looking into that right now. I know Goody, uh, he's been pretty busy, so that's something that we're, we're definitely trying to find. We, we have to bring somebody back in, or you know, into the building to, to give us some depth there, no
3: question. With there, is it possible it could be beyond one game, or it just as we'll see? Or... Yeah,
4: I, I, I really don't know. I just know that he won't be available this week, and then we've got a great opponent we're going against, and then we'll address next week when we get there.
2: What
4: do you say to your team, your, your the leader of your team is, is out? What do you say to them about looking at this week and beyond? Yeah, I said, hey, it's a great challenge. Nobody's going to feel sorry for us, and we all have to prepare to the best of our ability to go down there and get a win, and that's the mindset. I mean, they're not going to postpone or cancel the game. We have game to play. It's the next man up mentality, and that's how we've operated for everybody. I think our guys will rally around Jordan. We've got a lot of confidence in him, and what a great opportunity for him to showcase what he can do.
1: And does Aaron feel sick
2: Does he have
4: at all? I, you know, I, I don't know.
2: How, how ready is Jordan to start?
4: Um, well, well, we'll find out, right? I, he, I know he's been working hard every day, and I think Luke Getze does a great job with him, getting him prepared. Uh, certainly, the majority of his reps have taken place on the scout team. And, but that's something that we try to, when, we, when we're doing those scout teams and in practice, you try to take whatever's on the card or whatever play they're running and put it into our terms to help the development process. So I know he takes every rep very seriously. Now, I
1: don't want give who is who isn't vaccinated on that, but are you confident that all the protocols have been
4: followed so far this season in your building? In our building? Absolutely. I mean, I, I watch what these guys do. Um, you know, I can only speak to our football space. Um, but, yeah, absolutely, we got I, you know, we got cameras everywhere, I know. Um, I think our guys do an outstanding job with it. And, you know, it just it's unfortunate. And it's not like this thing can't happen to anybody. It, it's happened to a lot of people outside of this building.
3: In that so- regard, are you kind of surprised at what – happened these last couple of weeks with everything or because since y'all had followed everything well
4: it's the time of the season right i think that i know a lot of people around even around green bay that are, are going through this right now um both vaxxed and unvaxxed and so it just is what it is
2: man i know you're not going to get into the statuses of your players and coaches but were you aware of his status Aaron's status before today
4: yeah i'm not going to get into anything
2: when did you become aware of this situation with Aaron?
1: was it Right, you know, what we all did, or did you kind of know a little bit uh, pre the news uh,
4: through Twitter and that? Yeah, I knew before Twitter knew.
1: <laughs> hey, Matt, are you, uh, has the club received any bad feedback from the NFL about your protocols, close contacts, about anything that um, Aaron maybe not wearing a mask, being a close contact, violating protocol?
4: Nothing. Nothing to this point, at least.
1: Matt, I get your policy about not talking about vaccinations, but if he is unvaccinated, a lot of people are going to see that as being a selfish decision on his part, given what he means to your team. How do you see that?
4: I think everybody has to make their own personal decision, and that's just what it is.
0: So with Ben Kurt testing positive or being put on the list, and then Aaron, does that raise your questions about did this happen during Monday's meetings or anything? that, and that's the challenge for you, is you lost your, your number three quarterback.
4: Yeah, well, Kurt wasn't even, in, you know, in here on Monday, so, um, yeah, so it definitely didn't happen then.
1: Hey, Matt, so how does this play out for you today, how do you, or yesterday, when did you find out that he was going on the COVID-19 list, and
4: when did you start the ball rolling well, on figuring out what you have to do to win this week? Uh, yeah, that happened about I want to say eight thirty or so, <laughs> right before we went into meetings. So, uh, you know, it's just it's like anything else. You, you got to make adjustments, and it's no different than in a game when we're we're playing Arizona and you're you lose a guy like Bobby, you got to make adjustments, and so it's just it, the way I look at it is it's another opportunity for somebody else to. To showcase what they can do. I, I do think that our team will rally around Jordan and we'll give it our best effort. I, I have a lot of confidence in our process and and how we operate around here in terms of just the guys putting in the work, the preparation to go down there and, and play our best football game against, against a really good opponent, against one of the best in the league. So
2: moving forward today, um, at what point do you know whether you're, I
1: don't want to say out of the woods, but what time, when do you find out from the NFL if there's other close contacts? Like, what, what comes next just trying to figure out who you're going to have and who you're
4: not? That, that is a great question, That one that I cannot answer right now. How
2: okay, concerned are you by the Halloween party that so many of your players attended last weekend? Yeah, right.
4: I, I don't know who was there, where it was, anything about it. So. Because
3: eight, we said 830, 8.30 this morning is
4: when you started. Correct. Tournament.
1: Any update
4: on Joe Berry and Devontae Adams? Yeah, I'm hoping that they'll be here tomorrow, so we'll see. Matt,
2: what kind of jump did you see from Jordan, though, this summer, being able to get the reps that he did and, you know, kind of being ready
4: for this opportunity? Uh, Definitely a a comfort level in terms of just being able to, you know, spit out the play calls, um, the whole operation, and now it's... It's going to come down to his ability to go out there and execute. And it's, it's not an easy place to play. You're talking about one of the loudest stadiums in the National Football League and or the loudest stadium in the National Football League against a team that's been to back-to-back Super Bowl. So it's going to be a great challenge for us. Did you,
2: especially with COVID not being out of the woods for any team, did you guys ever have a game plan in place in case something like this happened and you were about a future golf game?
4: Well, that's why everybody practices and comes to work on a daily basis. I mean, like, you, there's so many unknowns in this, in this business. I mean, every guy is basically one play away from being in there, and you can sit there and you've got to stress the importance of preparing like a starter. And so it's for times like this, when something comes up, you've got to be ready to go. And some guys only get one opportunity at this thing, and you've got to make the most of it.
0: Matt LaFleur earlier today addressing reporters for probably about 20 minutes, and at least half of that was talking about Aaron Rodgers and the COVID situation. Uh, You guys had a lot to tell me on Twitter today. I'll read some of the uh, more choice clapbacks coming up next. Hey, listen, you can always find, look, if you don't like something I say, let me know. That's fine. I'm not going to change my mind, but I do like the feedback. I do like to debate. Maybe you can change my mind. I don't know that you're going to on this. The PellaWI.com talk and text line open to you as well. 414-799-1973. Your tweets. You can find me on Twitter, by the way, at Doug Russell. Uh, some of the best ones coming up straight ahead as we uh, continue on with the game night. Yeah, everybody's shiny and happy in Wisconsin today. Aaron Rodgers with a positive COVID-19 test. He told us that he had been immunized when he was asked about whether or not he had been vaccinated. And uh, then he parsed his words. And this was back in August. And made it seem, again, letter of the law. Did he say, I am vaccinated for COVID-19? And somebody asked me that earlier today. Did he say that he was vaccinated for COVID? no well no i guess not but he knew what the question was and he knew how to answer it in a manner that would not garner criticism or any more questions about it and then he talked about unvaccinated players in the third person as if he wasn't one of them and again you know we've gone back and forth on whether or not vaccines should be mandated by the NFL. I know they were talking about that on Heller and Davis today as well. And I think KB was talking about it with Billy Schmidt earlier today on Drew and KB. You know, if they're just going to mandate it, why don't they just make everybody do it? Like so, so many companies have done. I, I think that the NFL would like to do that, but they don't have the ability to do that just based on the fact that it goes into the collective bargaining process. And that's, Unfortunately, sometimes difficult to get around things like that. Um, Tom Pellicero from the NFL Network or NFL.com earlier today, a statement from the NFL, which says it is reviewing enforcement of COVID protocols with the Packers after Aaron Rodgers positive test. This is a statement from the from the league. The primary responsibility for enforcement of the COVID protocols within club facilities rests with each club. Failure to properly enforce the protocols has resulted in discipline being assessed against individual clubs in the past. The league is aware of the current situation in Green Bay and will be reviewing the matter with the Packers. Okay, that's from the NFL. Um, I know Jimmy Kimmel does a mean tweet segment. This isn't necessarily mean tweets, but... A lot of you were active today on Twitter, and that's fine. I made this statement some seven hours ago, and I stand by it. Knowingly making a misleading statement is a lie. Because it is. And there are some that say, well, he was justified in his lie." Okay, but call it what it is. He was knowingly being deceptive. And when you're knowingly being deceptive, whether or not I'm entitled to the truth or you're entitled to the truth or anybody else is entitled to the truth, we're also, in that same vein, allowed to criticize that person for being less than forthcoming. Uh, Pashkey's Burner at Not Jim Paschke writes, who gives a S expletive. Who gives an S what he told the media, or if he lied to the media, it's none of your business. Bottom line is if he was following all protocols for unvaccinated players in the facility, that's all that matters. Uh, Dabo writes, You're soft, Doug. I'm not sure what that is in full reference to. Uh, AP Breezy writes, It's none of our business. All right, that's fair. Uh, Jeff writes, So he got an alternative treatment that he petitioned to for the NFL, and they said no. Aaron chose not to get an mRNA vaccine. His choice, your virtue signaling, is getting old, Doug. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, AP Breezy writes, so what? Okay. Uh, Ice-cold glowing beer. You guys, by the way, choice uh, Twitter handles sometimes. You guys are really... uh, (laughs) Mine's boring. Mine's just that, Doug Russell. This is me. Uh, Let's see. Immunized can have multiple working definitions, Doug. Okay. Uh, Here's another one. I guess it's incumbent upon you and your media brethren to ask a follow-up question. Don't be salty because your ilk's deduction skills are lacking when he left the clue of Rogers, preferring to say that he was immunized. Okay. I mean, I'll take that criticism. I will say this. Uh, Jason Wilde asked a follow-up question. And you heard it. I played it earlier in the hour. And Rogers also made it seem like he was vaccinated. Vaccinated, I should say. Not vaccinated. I think I made up a word. Uh, He said he was immunized. And then they cut off questioning. That that was at the end of his news conference. Uh, A. Ross writes, it's because people like you are becoming bullies. If I decided to say you just you by not recycling or killing off our ocean life, it would be ridiculous. Only if a team of people would constantly watch for you to throw anything away and then not recycle them, then attack every time you don't. Okay. Interesting parallel. Uh, Dan writes he used immunized on purpose, probably meant that he had some kind of hippie West Coast tonic or trance he was placed under. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm not perverted. I'm just Italian. That's this Twitter handle. I think that's in reference to former Governor... Cuomo in New York, I think that he said something like that. I'm less concerned about moralizing and more concerned about the potential ramifications of a post-quarantine suspension for Rogers. I don't think he's, I don't think he'd be suspended. I guess it depends on if there was any true violation and the extent of what that violation was. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Turd Ferguson continues to write. He says, Devontae Adams got the Fauci-ouchie, still missed a game, but since he had the virtue shot, no one cared. Nice double standards you have. And then he goes on to say, also love you on the air. You need more time. Hashtag Strong. Thanks, turd. Appreciate that. Look, we don't always have to agree on stuff. It's fine. You don't have to. I don't have to agree with you. You don't have to agree with me. And we can still enjoy each other's company. Believe me. If you've ever been to my house on Thanksgiving, you know that's the truth. Uh, Let's see. David Oconomowoc writes, I know this was touched on earlier in the day on 97.3, but I think there might be some serious, serious ramifications and penalties against the Packers and Rodgers with this. There may be. Uh, the 920. Are you? I can, I'm not even gonna read that word. Pelosi would wear a mask to get her hair done. Beetlejuice would mask up to celebrate. And see, I, I can't read that. Don't don't send me a text. I can't even read on the air in the 920. What are you doing? Come on now. And again. If there's one thing in life that I hope that we can at least agree on isn't political, it's this. Because, again, who has been vaccinated? Almost every member of Congress on both sides of the aisle. And Congress is damn near split down the middle. And just about everyone is. Certainly everybody in leadership is. Every former president of both parties has been vaccinated against COVID. This should not be something... That is politicized, but everything it seems nowadays is. And to me, that's disappointing. I don't, there are just some things that shouldn't be. And unfortunately, that's just kind of the world that we live in right now. Because sports is supposed to bring us together. It's not supposed to tear us apart. We could all be friends, even if we don't get along with just about everything that we say outside of the realm of sports. We all try to row in the same direction when it comes to the Packers on Sunday or the Bucks winning an NBA championship or the Brewers not being able to hit in the postseason. It's supposed to be something that brings us together. Good luck to Jordan Love on Sunday. I think in some ways he's going to need it. But this was a good free-flowing discussion of ideas. And uh, hopefully we'll actually talk some sports on tomorrow night's show. Again, on at 7 instead of 8 on Thursdays because of the Paul Christ Show. We will talk to you then. Have a great night, everybody. This is the Game Night. All right, that was the show from last night's The Game Night on 97.3 The Game. And I hope you can join me. Most nights were on at 6. Some nights were on at 7. Depends on whether or not there's a Chris McIntosh show or a Paul Christ show. And Mondays, we turn things over to Mark Daniels and his Inside the Huddle show. But Tuesday through Friday during the football season, either 6 or 7 until 8 o'clock, you can join me on the game night on 97.3 The Game. We'll have some original stuff coming up uh, here on the podcast itself in the coming weeks and months. Thank you for hanging with me. Uh, Again, apologies for the long absence. I I looked at the show rundown sheet today, and it had been almost a month since we've done uh, a Doug Russell podcast, so I apologize for that. But uh, we will endeavor to do better now that, again, I'm doing one full-time job instead of two full-time jobs. I can really be taxing, by the way. And uh, it's nice to not be awake until 4 or 4.30 in the morning doing uh, title-down reports and uh, morning sports updates and whatnot. So, anyway, good to be with you, and uh, hope you can catch us next time right here on the Doug
2: Russell podcast. Have a good day.